Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. We're back with another special edition of the Big Gold Belt Podcast. If storylines have not made sense from WrestleMania to it's, now, it's been the, the best told story leading into this on WWE. This, this pay-per-view, it feels big, it feels important, but... Ultimately, it's exciting. The biggest thing that, that stood out for me when I seen it, I was like, okay, this has to be a joke. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like... <laughs> All right, everybody. We getting started for tonight's show, the Big Go Boat Wrestling Podcast. This is uh, Two Champs here along with uh, the other members of the crew, uh, Jamal the Giant Crab and Mr. Silly Sellers. Fellas, how are you today? Hey, okay. Hello? And today is absolutely a special edition because today is not going to be the BGB show, but it will be the Bo show. Bo Crockett is here tonight. What's up, dude? What's up, my man? What's going on? Man, it's it's a pleasure to have you on, man. Glad to be here. I got things to say. I got I got to be heard, man. I got to be heard. <laughs> Ready to the, listen. The tweets are coming in. The the fans wants to hear. So you know we will um. You know, we'll go over, we'll talk some wrestling, we'll talk some non-wrestling, and then we, we're going to talk Bo at the end of the show. We, we're going we're gonna to pick your mind to see what's in there, because uh, Twitter got a little interesting last night in the wee hours of the night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and to be quite fair, we opened it up to a certain somebody, but it turns out they didn't accept the invitation, so I know you're going to have something to say about that. Oh, you know it. <laughs> so anyway um and non-wrestling uh stuff today um the e3 which is um if anybody's not familiar with it it's like the premier event for all video game needs uh, which uh cover xbox uh I'm, I'm sorry microsoft and sony and nintendo which you know they just released all their upcoming things for the next year or two but um you know we decide we'll bring it up, see if anybody had any things that stood out to them, and, and so so. Um, Jamal actually went to the um, the Sony convention, um, which had a what would you call it? Short, short say a show here in the it was, the, it was Sony's uh, keynote uh, press conference. Uh, they streamed it in uh, about 300 movie theaters around the country in the U.S. and Canada, and uh, they streamed it live. So. Um, Everybody else watched it online on YouTube and Twitch and stuff like that. But um, but Sony, because Sony has to do it big, they hooked up and showed it in the movie theaters. Um, I'm just gonna, but I'm overall, just, who do you think the video is the best, though? Right, right, right. First of all, I don't think there was no winners, <laughs> to be quite frank. Like, <laughs> Not at all. I mean, um, Nintendo brought out um, more games for the Switch. So, you know, this was something that was a little bit overdue, considering that the system just launched. But... Other than that, nothing stood out. I mean, the new Xbox has been speculated for a while. The specs were all rumored, and they were confirmed. So, yeah, man, nothing. I'm just going to just stick to my guns and say, like, I'm excited for what I was already excited for in the first place. And that was Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. And um, the demo got released. And after that, I was done. Basically, the situation where you're dealing with the $500 console versus everything that's going to come out in 2018. And I guess if you have an E3, you're supposed to be coming out with things in 2017. So why are you promoting everything that you can't even get until next year? So that was kind of messed up by Sony's part. Um, I'm excited for Uncharted Lost Legacy coming out in uh, September and Gran Turismo Sport coming out in uh, November. And um, 
Uh, there's a lot of VR games that are coming out this year that look interesting. Looks interesting. Um, I'm also excited about the Sony sale that they're having on the PlayStation Store right now. And if you went to the Sony event, they gave you this nice little VIP uh, tag where it's a bunch of free merch at the PlayStation Store. So oh, cool. nobody won, but um, obviously as a Sony guy, you know, I'm glad to get some perks from it. All right, are you a oh. gamer at all, Bo? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I I play my fair share of video games when I have the time to play them. Anyway. Right. <laughs> what, what What are you getting into now? Oh, I'm all about some Injustice Two right now. Uh oh. Okay. Uh-oh. Did you play uh, Mortal Kombat? Oh yeah, yeah, man. I, I've been a Mortal Kombat guy since I was a kid. I've already that, opened that, up that the. I've already opened up the platform for um, John Kerman to come get some injustice. I can give you a server too if you want. Oh yeah, let's do this thing. <laughs> uh, it, if anybody doesn't notice, uh, I guess you settled down. I was gonna say, Bo is um, currently making dinner at the same time. You know, a man of many tools. I sure am. When you just get home and you're hungry, you got to make something to eat. <laughs> got that right. Um. So yeah. moving on. In the news yesterday, the rumor and lonely speculated match has finally been confirmed. The mega fight, as they're calling it. But, man, you know, we'll have our remarks for it. But the Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather match is officially happening. And it's it sent the, um, we'll say, the MMA and the boxing world into a frenzy. Because it's like, you know, you have the boxing guys who are saying this should never happen. Um... Dana White, who's sort of saying, like, hey, he wanted to make it happen. They they, they did it. It's happening. I'm just curious to see, considering that I am a fan of uh, the UFC, and um, I definitely was a fan of uh, Floyd Mayweather until he retired. But this fight is happening. I'm just going to just go over real quick the money line uh, for this, which Floyd Mayweather is considered a 1,100-point favorite and mm-hmm. Conor McGregor being a 700-point underdog. And you know Vegas is pretty smart about their man, their 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 home their home dude Floyd Mayweather. Do anybody give Conor McGregor a chance in this match, by any means? Not at all. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know who they are. <laughs> you know, who <laughs> <Floyd> <laughs> I mean, I remember Floyd Mayweather uh, fighting the Big Show, and honest to God, I thought it was Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh the soul plane version of Kevin Hart. Yeah, basically. Yeah, okay. So, I don't, I don't, I've never seen a Floyd Mayweather match, and I don't know who Conor McGregor is. So, <laughs> uh, I don't know why this is the mega powers versus the superpowers, like it's Savage versus and Hogan. But um, <laughs> I'm surprised that boxing still exists, honestly. But you know, whatever. I mean, if, if they're going to do, how much will it be on pay per view? Uh, I guess is my question. They say um, maybe a hundred dollars or more. Yeah, a hundred dollars for a boxing match in 2017? Kill yourself. Never. Yeah. Yeah. Never. Don't catch me paying for oh that fight. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. Pirating will probably be at an all-time high come that day. <laughs> and the reason why it's going to be that high is because I know um, Mayweather does his promotion with Showtime. But last time when he had the fight with um Manny Pacquiao, he was represented by HBO, so they had to split how it was done. Wonder if USC uh, probably has something to say with that as well too, with uh, making sure they get their pay per view buys in. So you know that's why they spiked it up so high. But well, either way, no. Bro, do you have UFC or is it whatever box it is? Um, May- Mayweather Promotions. 
He's has his own production company. This guy's like yeah. Oprah. Hey man, when you when you own Vegas, when you're 49 and 0, you can just do when you're Money Mayweather, you can do stuff, you know. Exactly. Oh. Well, he beat the big show. Must be so. nice. <laughs> <laughs> Bo, is there any chance Conor McGregor wins this match? Uh, yes, yes. If if he can actually lay gloves on Mayweather, he's got the knockout power. It's just yeah. whether or not he can actually get through that defense. Mayweather is untouchable sometimes. I mean, we saw yeah. the Pacquiao fight. Pacquiao was swinging for the fences, but you can't, if you can't hit him, you can't knock him out. I, I'm, to, to go a little bit into this, first of all, I don't think McGregor is a good boxer because uh, when he tried to stand toe-to-toe with Nick Diaz, uh, I mean, Nate Diaz, we seen what happened. And that's just a guy that you know, has a good boxing background. But Floyd Mayweather is like the goat of boxing. He's not going to be able to hit this dude. Easy now. Ali is the go to boxing. Ain't no way Ali. Fine, I'll take that. But nonetheless, um, McGregor well, has only been through a stint of five rounds uh, with five-minute rounds. Uh, Floyd can, is conditioned to go 12 rounds. He adjusts as good. Uh, McGregor, McGregor, he does have the knockout power. But just to be standing toe-to-toe the entire time, with no kicks, where he's not in, uh, in order to um, use any of his Muay Thai. True. Don't see so, a chance of this happening. This is not a uh, MMA match. This is a traditional boxing match. Straight up boxing yes. match. I mean, this yep. this 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 started just to give you the background. With they're two both hotheads. We know this. Um, they we, both. We they well, they are. They're big hotheads. Um, they both flaw their money. You know, they always talk about who makes the most. Blah blah blah, and it got down to a whole. Twitter rant that was saying that I can see you in boxing. This happened, it started over a year ago, and they finally inked the deal to get it to go. Um, McGregor's highly successful in the UFC, and uh, Floyd was highly successful in boxing until he retired. Uh, so, um, How long it's retire? happening. He retired. Fight. No, no, he had another fight after that. Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what a Pacquiao is. Ma- Madonna. <laughs> I think it was Madonna. Marcus Madonna. So. Yeah, how long ago was that? I mean, <laughs> I, I guess the question is: is uh, is Mayweather in uh, peak physical condition? Uh, for both guys, I, I don't know if Conor McGregor is still doing it. The McGregor's uh, McGregor's twenty nine and Floyd is forty nine. I'm sorry, McGregor's 40, 28 and Floyd is forty nine. No, Floyd. Floyd's okay, 40. So, uh, forty. I'm sorry. Yes, I gave him forty nine. but he's forty. Yes, thank you. Um, okay. So peak, peak. I wouldn't quite say that, but Connor's in his prime. But here's the thing, though, about this match, though. That's like, if you think about on the money sense, there's so many rules and regulations on this match. As far as uh, Connor can't use his legs if he tries to attempt to do something, that Floyd would get, you know, benefit of that, and the fight could be called off. It's like yeah. the fight is all for Floyd, and you're taking all the advantages that Connor would have using other parts of his body, his feet, his legs. And just use his strength his fist is like you're a handicapped boxer right now. So really, if you think about it statistically, it's just no chance. At, well, very little chance. I won't say no chance. Very little chance that Connor can even be successful in this match because he's very limited in his skill set compared to Floyd. Oh, well, he, it's his whole skill set. One could argue he that he could box. He, he, he got himself in this situation, so it is what it is. 
Yeah. But you said he has the knockout power, and he also has the age. And I'm going to assume because he's smaller than a cockroach, he's bigger than a cockroach. He's bigger than Floyd Mayweather. So well, it's a 154 pound cockroach that you're talking about. Yes. That's and I, fight. I, That's I've seen bigger. And you're right. Anybody with a fighting chance has a chance to win, but you have to be able to hit Floyd. And just oh, like said, did you just quote James Ellsworth? To who? This player. <laughs> Any man with two hands. Any man with two hands. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into some wrestling real quick now. So, um, last weekend was absolutely a treat here in the um the Maryland, DC, Virginia area where Nova Pro put on a double header, um, uh, which we got a show starting at three o'clock, Life is like a box of chocolate, ending off with um a second show, High Fidelity. Um, and absolutely was a treat. First off, I have to say, to come into um, life was like a box of chocolate. It was a trout show for wrestlers all over the country to come in and earn a spot for the second show. Um, you know, and you know, Mike said that you know he was going to be in the crowd and he was going to be a fan, but he didn't tell me that we was going to get all of you guys back also too sitting over there. So to look over to <laughs> see you, Fred Yehi, um, Mecca, just over there, you know, taking control of the crowd, making it all fun and interactive was absolutely. It was it was a treat. This on like. Dude, whoever missed out on that for like monetarial reasons, I, I really feel for you. You know, if you had other things to go on, I understand. But man, for ten dollars or five dollars, if you went to both shows, it was an absolute treat. I I want I, the, a couple of questions I want to throw at you is um, obviously the easy one is um, who stood out to you, and how was it too to be a Nova Pro fan that day? Well, the standouts. I mean, obviously, who who doesn't love Sugar Dunkerton? Yeah. Um he was fantastic. Um Juggernaut stuck out to me. Um for multiple reasons. He's from my area, so I know him. Mm -hmm. And uh you know he he stood out uh the girls, Laney Luck, Alley Cat, they were both standouts in my book. Um some of the things that unfortunately stood out for me were, were the bad, but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, but obviously, who doesn't love uh, Prakash Sabar and Jean Jean Lebon? <laughs> so, hey, hey, you lost the smile. All right, give him a break. <laughs> Absolutely, the match of that first show that was it was freaking crazy. And and I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take credit away from Ali Kai and Lady Luck because I thought that was absolutely a great match too. Um, yes, Caban it was. Cabana Man Dan. Uh, which the match ended in a weird way, but nonetheless, um, definitely glad that we was able to get a second dose of that. But um, for the quick, like, five minutes in the first show, I was like, ah, oh, I see why everybody was talking about this guy. Um, somebody that nobody, I feel like, had on their radar was um, Graham Bell, the guy that kind of came out with the cannon uh, gimmick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, dude was legit. Um, I got to give him his... I got I to gotta give him his props for a couple of reasons. One, because uh, for a six-man match that was kind of weirdly worked, um, it had to set the tone for the day. Um, he stood out, as well as uh, Mr. Graham. But the one biggest thing that I liked about uh, Graham Bell is that he, stood, he, he came back for the second show, and um, he, was, he also was helping with um, set up the ring, uh, taking down the ring. And, you know, he was very friendly. Um, he came over and had... Um, he came over and had lunch with everybody at um, Bonchon. So, you know, 
that's just the culture I feel like for Nova Pro. Everybody's very friendly, welcoming, and uh, easy, easily approachable. So I felt like he just fed right in for everything they did for one day of impressions. So um, hopefully, definitely yeah, he made a great impression. It was it was so great to see um, guys like Juggernaut stuck around to help tear down the ring. Yep. Heck, uh, Chet Sterling was hanging hanging around helping out check uh, take hmm. the ring, and he had just worked worked in the main event. You know, he just yeah. You know, seeing guys seeing guys do that just lets you know that you know people want to be a part of Nova Pro in any fashion that they can. Absolutely, it's a lot about Nova Pro. That sounds. Good. And before we get into hospitality, could just go ahead and let us have it. What were your bads for that first show? Oh, the bads! Oh man, that that second triple threat was was something. Well, it was something. There's a reason. There's a reason that Stut that Brad Stutz gave us those uh, cards with houses drawn on them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, take it home, and yep. and the take it home cards flew, but nobody was listening. Nobody was listening, and uh, the longer it went on, the more upset I got about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm about to hop over the caution tape and take this home myself. <laughs> was was the second triple threat with um Zombie Dragon? Was that yes. the one? Yeah. <laughs> I had to take my card from me after the match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that match happened and um I think the guy his gimmick was uh role model. I'm not sure if something happened to him or something, but um one of the refs came out the back and like tapped him on the shoulder. And I don't know if he was saying like like, hey, I need to wrap this up or what, but I that match was very confusing. Like that absolutely was the low moment of, of that day. And um Jamal, when we was talking about Zombie Dragons, like, dude, look at this dude Facebook, like like this is crazy. I don't know how like people are gonna perceive it. And you know, I feel like the kids liked it because I mean, who wasn't thirteen and named their creative player Zombie Dragon? So it just it felt Not all home. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see enough. I didn't see enough. So, um, but nonetheless, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I told Mike, I said, dude, this is a tease. If you're going to do it once, I mean. It, it, we would be too spoiled to ask for it one more time this year, but I mean, come on, dude, we got to have it again. I, and I said, see, I think he sort of said, give the nod, like, yeah, we're definitely going to be able to uh, work something like this again. Mm-hmm. But um, um, the fans voted, and the mind match, uh, the, the mind was the fans' choice for who should go to the second show. So um, it's a lot with that, and very interesting. <laughs> It's very interesting about the mom altogether, but um, you know, it it played to Nova Nova Pro's liking. It was a it was a huge twist that came about with that. Well, you know I what? Say. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm not surprised. Who, who I'm knew? Not surprised. Nova Pro would have a twist. Right, 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 right. <laughs> when when hasn't the show um been sort of say ended with such a twist? <laughs> <laughs> Then that fan saying, "Whoa!" I wouldn't know anything about that at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're just there so you don't get fined, humbo. That's right. <laughs> well, high, high fidelity. Um, 
I guess we, I guess we can, you know, sort of say go over this as well too. What, what, what was your match for the second, um, the second uh, show? Well, the match of the night. Oh, the match of the night. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, I mean, any match that I'm in is automatically in the running. Yeah. There you go. There you go. That goes without saying. And but I gotta say, Eric Royal and Sugar killed it. Yeah. Um, they they had a fantastic match. Fans was definitely roaring their entire time too. Crazy crazy thing is, um, again, I thought the women's did a really good job. I thought the um Danger's Lane and uh, Rachel Ellery match was like brutal. They brought oh, it. Fun. And um and um also the tag match with uh Ali Ali Cat, Beta Scott versus Faye Jackson and um Jordan Grace also was pretty well booked. Um, yeah, it was. It was very. It was a very good show, beginning to end. If you ask me. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was. It was. It was such a steal to only spend twenty five dollars for that much amount of wrestling that day. Absolute steal. Time flew by too. Like I have to say, before I knew it, and it was like ten thirty. I was like, "Geez, like the whole day." Um, towards the first of all, it was your debut too, with the Carnies. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta say that. That vest that you wear, that um, will that be for sale in the merch shop soon? It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty <huh>? dope. <laughs> well, yeah. We're we this this more to this more to your match, especially in the match. We're going to definitely uh, bring up towards the um the end of the show as well too, because um somebody just could not just let you uh, celebrate your victory in peace. Somebody who um, obviously wasn't medically cleared should have had no business in that ring, if you ask me. Me too. <laughs> but, but as a wise man as you are, things are done in your time, as you said. Absolutely. <laughs> the Bo Show dictates so, when things go down. <laughs> um, in WWE news this week, we have the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Um, I refuse to um, do a review of this card. Um, because that's just not fun. <laughs> but we will. No. I will like to. Um, I, I would like to know who do you have as um, we'll go around around the table for your money in the bank winners for both the women's and the um, men's, which this is going to be the first money in the bank women's ladder match ever. Um, but just curious to see how you guys um, have both of these matches booked, uh, being the winner, and uh, what's to be made out of it. Um, say, Silas, I know you're itching for it. My favorite pay-per-view of the year when you talk about WWE. Um, if you don't mind, I'll go first. But for yeah. the men's side, I'm going to surprise this, and I think that Rusev will actually make a surprise appearance and be the seventh contestant, and he will win it. Um, I always said to myself, or I always say you know, on a podcast, that it has to be a heel, be a heel in a big spot. And I, Rusev's been cleared, and I think if you bring him in a big spot in this money in the bank and have him – uh, win it. You can have that storyline that he started, but it got dropped a little bit about um, telling Shane, I'm going to come on my own time. I'll be on the show my own time. I think that's why he. And I, think nah, you- I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think um, I, I want to agree with that, but I honestly think that Roman Reigns is going to win both the men's and women's Money in the Bank ladder match. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because he can do no wrong. <laughs> and hey, though you could you could build that 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 chemistry between her and Charlotte 
like Charlotte will be chasing after. I think he's cutting like, it out. They can fight for the yep. Oh, am I cutting it out? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Whoop. So I'm just thinking for the briefcase, you can have them fight for the briefcase where the cha- uh, Charlotte's trying to chase it, but then Natalia would just keep it. Kind of like what Kennedy and Edge did, where they tried to fight for the briefcase oh, and Ed right. eventually won it. But I think it always comes back to Ken Kennedy. With it you. does have to always come back to Ken Kennedy with me until he comes back to WWE. I'm gonna always bring him up. It will never <laughs> happen. Never. Never say never. <laughs> Jamal, to your point but again. Think, but I think the oh, go, go, it, will, it will be Charlotte's trying to chase after the briefcase because you no know, Charlotte thinks she's better for it. But this is Natalia's time when um the smack. Well, Natalia on my two. I I I want to say that Natalia Shirley she des- I don't want to say deserves it because I don't think anybody deserves anything. You got to go out there and earn it. But I think Natalia seems to be the furthest along in her career, and and she hasn't been in the top spot in the women's division in a long time. And I think that right. she's due. Um, so I like to see that happen. I just don't know if WWE feels confident enough to run with her. Uh, compared to a Carmella or a Becky Lynch or somebody else. Um, and since we know that there's not a snowball's chance in hell that Lana wins. Um, I like her finish. Or even, or, 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 or even makes it to that uh, you know, match because she could get like, you know, attacked and sent to the back like uh, one of the Bellas did. I really would like to see Natalia take it home. Um, as far as the men's money in the bank, uh, Nakamura, I guess. I really see that he's. Um, I don't. I don't think he has the crowd where they need to be yet. Not at all. He's not at that point where he can do. He's he's over no matter what. So I think you know, giving him um, maintaining that high point, uh, he has to do it with the briefcase. But no, I, I don't know. What was George's burger? He's, you know, he doesn't watch, he doesn't have time to deal with it. <laughs> Go ahead, Bo, your predictions? I think for the women's match, um, I would actually like to see Natalia take it home. Don't know if it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, my heart says Natalia, but my brain is telling me Charlotte. And that's your feud right there. Yep. Well, because I, I, I just think they're going to throw all the accomplishments that they can towards Charlotte right now. Um, that, that, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, for the guys, uh, as much as I would love it to be Dolph Ziggler, it's never going to be Dolph Ziggler. (laughs) (laughs) He had his moment. I was there. It was awesome. (laughs) But that was three, five years ago. Never again, right? I still love that guy. I do too. Um, maybe Nakamura. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't feel confident in that. So, <sighs> AJ Styles. Don't I think a think lot of people want it. Don't you think that's part of the problem, though? It's not necessarily who should win. It's who could win the best of a bad bunch? And none of these guys would be in that category. Uh, you know, I wish I had more confidence in who I would want to win, but unfortunately, WWE hasn't really been giving us uh, you know, the, the, the type of setup 
that this match deserves. Man, and man, I don't know if that's man, because man. is what? Oh, man, 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 man. Yeah. Look, for the men's, Baron Corbin wins this. This is no, the person I was that, waiting for that. I was waiting. This is the person that. that has needed that last oomph that that the money in the bank briefcase will give him. Uh he's a heel, which I I, I do agree a heel should um be somebody that carries the briefcase. And for all the accolades and everything that he's has not de- give um has get having the chance to get. Yeah. Besides the Andre the Giant Memorial, he's never really had but one high profile title match. I think this is right for him in the career. I think he needs it. Otherwise, he's just back in that bunch. Um and for the women, everybody's been been kind of saying the same thing. Where I think Tamina is the one who needs uh sort of say to be become re reinstated back into the picture. And I think yep. it gives her a chance to be highlighted again. But to piggyback off of what Bosa said, um, I think they're throwing every accolade they can at Charlotte, and it will only make sense that she wins it. Oh, I would love to see Natalia just win it. And also, even cash it yeah. on the same night. Also, too, like the the the, the element of Baron Corbin cashing in just seems cool because of his gimmick. And the element of Tamina cashing in does not seem cool to me. But Charlotte cashing in. Who's playing like a sort of safe face right now, but they've been rumored to like t- turn her back heel. I mean, it makes it all the more right. Okay, two chains. Let me ask you this: Does somebody cash it in that night on the show? I don't know. I think I think for ratings purposes, I think they keep it um, relevant for a while. So that is always rumored that it can happen on TV. I, I feel like that may help ratings a little bit, considering what. Um, Ziggler did in the past and, and others. Yep. So um any anything at this point to help Raw or SmackDown ratings. I think cashing it in on the pay-per-view doesn't help. And let me also ask this. What is even though you're not gonna talk about the undercard, what is your opening match? Remember I mentioned to you about Jinder Mahal and Randy Orton being the opening match for the title, even though you know they're in St. Louis where Randy's from. Women's match. Women's match easy. First. Lana um Lana um the glow. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so um next topic, the May Young Classic, um, which everybody has been eagerly anticipating. Um, pretty bummed that I'm not gonna be going. Um, names have been released for it. I'm not sure if you guys have had a chance to see some of the names. Not yet, let me check it out. But um just was curious, anybody names that stood out that you are excited to um I, I'm not sure. I mean Jamal, I'm I'm sure you can add your two cents on it. The, the names has been released. I don't know if they've been like totally confirmed, but um, it, you know, from everything that's been leaked for the May Young Classic up until this point, has pretty much been kind of concrete. So, um, um, for the names that you've seen that are rumored, sort of say, um, who stands out? Who you? Happy I would to love to see Crazy Mary Dobson. Um, Absolutely, on my list too. She's on there for um for a while. Um, I want to see how the Chinese uh, talent does. Um, China and, and wrestling, they really haven't had the uh, uh, that experience. So it's kind of, I don't know how, I don't know about these people in particular, but I do know that um, China doesn't really have the wrestling background that, say, Japan or in India does. Um, but Kimberly, obviously, we've seen her in Nova Pro. We know that she could definitely do the work. Um, I, I've loved Crazy Mary Dobson for, for a long, long time. And um, I saw her at the NXT house show in Kentucky. Um, <laughs> at the, um, 
Lacey Evans, I think they call her. Um, uh, Sarah Logan. No. You talking about crazy? Lacey. Crazy Mary Dobson? Oh, is, is that what they call her now? Yeah. Um, yeah. Fine. Uh, sure. Uh, but Lacey Evans, uh, she definitely stood out to me in, in that show. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay. Um, in in Kentucky. Um, because you just shredded my list. Um, only other person I can add to that is Jade. I'm very happy. If as well, um, seems to be on her way to the tournament. Would love to see her. Um, get the platform that I sort of say she deserved hey, for a while. Jade yeah. from um uh, Mia Yim. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's yep. awesome. Bo, have you had a chance to see the list? I haven't seen the list, but I am aware of some of the names. I'm I'm a big Crazy Mary fan. I've loved Mia Yim for a long time. She's back when she was brand new. She uh, wrestled at Southside Pro Wrestling a couple of times, and I was I was there. So she uh, she's been around, and I think she deserves deserves it if she's in fact going to be there. Awesome, yeah. Can't, I can't agree more. Uh, Cyrus, I know you say he's peeping at the list right now. Yeah, I'm peeping at the list. Um, the list I've seen has about like ten names on there. Um, are are there any other rumored names? And and I'm trying to be not trying to be uh so cliche here, but are there any rumored NXT participants that's going to be automatically in, in the, entering the tournament? Do you, has that been confirmed yet? Um, I mean, um, um, Kimberly is in NXT. Uh, I think everybody in there is is definitely has dealings with NXT, like right now. Like a yeah, lot like of right now, like they're currently like you know. Yeah, they, a lot of the new guys that they brought in over like the last month or so when they had that big yeah, group photo. Yeah, a lot of those names are you're rumored to be in the tournament. So okay, we'll see. So still no Veda Scott's been conf- uh, confirmed yet. And the, and Thea Trinidad has also uh, been announced for it as well too. Okay. Well, she just recently signed with NXT. Yeah. So that yep. Makes sense. Yeah. Yep. So congratulations to all of them. Absolutely. Um, you can't ask for exposure like that. And as we've seen with the um, Cruiserweight Classic, you know, these, these could be definitely some um, most more talked about matches for for years to come in the U.S. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let you handle this real quick, Jamal. This this yep. Bray Young and JoJo scandal that's going on. <laughs> right? You mean Bray Wyatt? <laughs> Bray Wyatt, I'm sorry, yes. So good for him. Um <laughs> If you're going to make that move, if you're going to make that move and trade up, you better make sure you're trading up. And I'll be damned if he ain't. Now, (laughs) that means that he's going to burn all of the bridges and turn his life into that living house of horrors house? Well, yeah. Is it worth it for JoJo? Well, yeah. So I'm not saying that that I'm with it, but I understand. With that said, uh, yes, his wife um, did fall for file for a divorce back in April and said that their marriage, their relationship was irretrievably broken, according to the Daily Mail in the UK. Um, but Bray's lawyer says that, uh, you know, Mrs. Uh, Wyatt uh, has been um, spreading you know, just lies on social media, trying to defame him and his uh, career and his business interests in and outside of wrestling. So... And then, of course, the elephant in the room is, uh, you know, how will it affect their kids? Apparently, they have a couple. Two. Um, you know, uh, right. That will be a couple. Yep. Um, how will it affect, um, <laughs> you know, his 
you know, run in WWE and, and all that other stuff. And, you know, they all have lives. And this is, a, this is you know, a seriousness, a sensitive situation yep. between two people. One of them just happens to be the eater of worlds. That's unfortunate. But... That other person doesn't have any nickname? The eater of um, dresses? Calm down, okay? What are you doing? <laughs> he's, he's trying to be a shock jock. This is, this is a serious situation, people. And what I think what it comes down to is uh, both people have an axe to grind. Uh, this obviously has been going down the tubes for a while now. Um, Bray certainly has some interest on his end. His wife certainly has some interest on her end. Um, and we'll see where the chips fall. Uh, everybody's lawyered up, and this is going to be a mess, honestly. Yeah. And so, I hope that you know, if the kids, uh, whatever happens with that, I hope that they come out the most unscathed. And JoJo, please, God, let nothing happen to JoJo. <laughs> and, and, and to add to that, I mean, TMZ reported it the day before. And then, they showed, up, and then they showed up to Raw together. So, I mean, they kind of was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Because they, did, they didn't have to. They have a show called Ride Along. Books have been written about how dudes travel up and down the road. I mean, Bo, I know that you have a guy or, you know, you guys will rent a car or whatever and you make it to the next town. You be in Chattanooga and then haul ass down 40 to Memphis the next night. So that's what the wrestling business is. So I I don't think that it's fair. Yeah, I don't think it's fair to speculate that just because they're carpooling together means there's something going on. However, follow the buzzer point. (laughs) (laughs) Bo, do you have anything to add to that? (laughs) Mm -hmm. That about covers it, other than other than I'm going to go ahead and, and piggyback on this and say, good for Bray. I mean, that's <laughs> unexpected, you know? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Definitely understand that. Yep. <laughs> so, um, and, and you topic. know, and, and be fair, let me think one, one more thing. Good for JoJo, because I don't know what that earthworm Jim looking dude that she was rumored to be dating with a couple of like last year, but that guy can go scratch. So, you know what? <laughs> Good for both of them. I really love wins in the end, damn it. Love wins in the end. <laughs> <laughs> two upgrades for two winners, says the Krabby. Exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> so, look. Um, New Japan Pro Wrestling had their um, pay-per-view Dominion 2017. And awesome. the um, f- uh, closing match was Okada versus Omega 2, which um, if anybody had been asleep for the last uh what six seven months well that match came on at eight at six in the morning so you you probably were asleep for that yeah. no 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 i'm talking about the fact that they faced each other at the end um at the conclusion of uh russell kingdom which sort of say the match broke the internet because dave Meltzer gave it a six star rating which is the first six star of all time so with with, with that speculations and that backing of it the question is would this next match also live up to it Will it be, will will it be a seven star match? Is it's what the internet wants to know. But nonetheless, it was one well, hell of a match. Nonetheless, yeah. I mean, Meltzer gave it one hundred and forty seven stars, and even like <laughs> the, the you know, um, and said it's one of the greatest matches of all time. Uh, the problem is, is that's not a fact based argument. That is literally his opinion, and people take that opinion to heart as fact, to heart. and that is that is not something that you should do. Um, yeah. I, I will say, though, Bo, as the wrestler, the actual wrestler in the room, um, when you see a, a match, 
do you think that the internet wrestling community, the actual wrestling journalists, and the wrestlers themselves, uh, how often do you think that we agree on what is good and bad? Oh, man. <laughs> it, it's, no, good question. Not, <laughs> it's not often. It's not often. Because <laughs> uh, everybody's got their own opinion about what is good, what is bad, what it, they don't know how to work. You know, it's all, everyone's got their own opinion. You know, everyone has their opinion on guys who do the ricochet, Will Ospreay level of gymnastics. Everyone has their opinion on the old school way to do things. You know, I personally appreciate all of it. That I can, even if some of it's not my style and the way that I would necessarily do things, I can appreciate it. You know, I try to look at things with an open mind. You know, I I may or may not be part of a group called the National Wrestling Alliance that doesn't like Flippy Do guys. Um, I've heard of that group. They might not like that. Not so much. And I'm certainly not a Flippy Do guy. The last Flippy Do I did was turning somebody inside out on a short arm clothesline. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that guy may have been shorter than the short arm clothesline. So yeah, there is that. <laughs> that poor innocent guy. Uh, well, that guy was Anthony Gangone. It was a hell of a match, and it will air on Capital Wrestling TV this Saturday. Good. Well, that's um, uh, GF uh, L dot TV or something like that. Yeah. GFQ Network. Yeah. Yeah, I need to get God, up there God for that because I remember see that in the church. Guys from Queens. That's what it is. GFQ Network. Shout out to yeah. uh, to right. that podcast. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I generally agree. The, the wrestling landscape is bigger than anyone could imagine right now. And if you grew up in the 60s and you watch George the Animal Steel and King Kong Bunny and all of those guys, and that's they would have a 45-minute match with 17 minutes of rest holes, cool. But if you grew up watching Japan like I did, or if you grew up in Canada or Puerto Rico or wherever, Australia, it's all different. But there's room enough for everything. Right. And that doesn't include your know, women's matches. That doesn't include intergender wrestling. Uh, and CCW just had their tournament of death, which was amazing. But it's not for everyone. I'm not saying that you should go out there to Clan Country in, in Delaware and watch a you know, CCW tournament of death. But if you do and you enjoy it, then hey, you, you they deserve your um, your money and you deserve to be entertained. So I, I just don't like the idea that people should be pigeonholed or base their opinion on what somebody else says. Um, you know, if you if you want to see Jean Jean Le Bon, um, you know, do his mime gimmick, then you know, then that's that's what it is. Good for you. If if WrestleMania for some reason can draw 105,000 people, uh, according to WWE and nobody else, then good for you. But whether it's 20 people in, in an actual bingo hall in a firehouse, or you know. 75,000 people in London. If you're entertained, who cares? Right. Um, I've made a post about it last week, something uh, like that. Uh, if As long as there is a market for what you're doing, then have at it, man. Just do it good. You know, if comedy is your thing, then be then go do it. If, if deathmatch is your thing, then go do it. 
If you're a luchador, go be a luchador. If you're an old school guy, go be an old school guy. As long as there is a market for what it is that you are good at, then by all means, go ahead and excel. Go get it. Right. Right. I mean, look, I mean, that's just the world right now. Like, you know, just just for something that I, I can slightly um, reference back, reference to easily is the way how uh, musicians come out with music. Before it was all about, hey, get my disc uh, demo, getting it put out there, hoping to get a record label um, to get attention, get a record deal. Nowadays, it's like, hey, get something catchy on YouTube, make a million money, uh, dollars, and, and I'm good. You know, the times has changed, you know. Adapt to what it is, and whatever you want to sell, and go for it. There, there is no one direction how, on how to succeed. Well, what it comes down to, everything with, that's culturally relevant is generational. So that thing that may have sold in the 60s uh, or 70s uh, may not be relevant in the 80s or 90s, and it may be relevant again in 2000 and 2010. So yeah. it's just a matter of the fact that this person in this part of the world, in this culture, may see only this. And that's what they base their entire experience on. And then, unfortunately, you have another person with another experience that goes, no, I'm right, because this is all that I've seen. It's amazing. And so on. But luckily, because of the Internet, we've got to take the good with the bad in it. We have, we have seen the world of wrestling, and it's never been more integrated than it has today. And that's a good thing. So, Bo, your, 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 your take on the match, if you've seen it. Uh, I unfortunately have not seen it yet, but I saw the first one. Okay. Uh, the first one was amazing. It was one of the best matches I've ever seen. And from what I hear, uh, part two is, is, uh, lives up to the hype. Look no further. The part two is living live right on our Facebook page. So uh, everybody that's listening who's not seen it, step over to Facebook at BGB, uh, uh, the Big O Belt Wrestling Podcast, and you can see it. I do you really want to? Do you really want to advertise your pirated stream of New Japan Pro Wrestling's uh, show? I or do you just want to tell people? I didn't say you did. I didn't know. Subscribe to New Japan World. Hey, yeah. Pay your money. New J- How about that? NewJapanWorld.com, ten bucks a month, and you'll learn some Japanese along the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that American site. Um, how about that? Yeah, well, that would be great. But already yeah. got to. <laughs> Because that thing has launched twice, and yet I still have not been able to get on it. I to order a bus ticket in Japan now, so thank you, New Japan uh, Pro, uh, New Japan World. So it works out. <laughs> okay, so just don't go to our page. Besides, just to, uh, click that like button so you can um, keep up with. with all just plug this and then unplug. Uh, please do not watch our pirated stream at the BGB Facebook page. Don't do that. <laughs> By any chance, if you step over to Facebook and go to the big wrestling, the big Cobra wrestling, <laughs> yeah, big podcast. wrestling podcast, there you go. <laughs> That's who we are. You may see interesting posts that we put up from whatever. <laughs> just, um, every day. And, anywho, let's talk right about the now. match real quick. I, I do have a few notes from it. First of all, I have to say, I know Jamal watched it. Um, I, the one thing that stands out to me, no matter what, is uh, I have to say the Young Bucks, the fact of them coaching Kenny Omega from the sidelines. And he's actually listened to, like, sort of say their vices, the advice that they're giving. I can appreciate that because it just felt so real. Where he was just like, hey, watch out, the Raymaker's coming. And he avoided it. And it just it just felt really real. Um, first of all, it went 60 minutes, and it was so well-paced. So well-paced. Um, uh, but beyond that, the referee, I feel like, had 
no clue what was going on that entire match. Like from him sometimes counting uh counting out the ring, his his three counts were like lag like Celis's internet at times. Hey. It wow. it it just felt like I, I don't know, but minus the rap, I thought the match was really, really good. Um and I won't go over the winner because some people on this show has not seen it. But nonetheless, um, 60 minutes of straight clinic from the two of them. It's the match of the year. And I, that, that's the only thing I'll say about it. Um, if you want to look it up and see what, what, the, what it was, um, it's the match of the year. And I would honestly say it's top five greatest matches I've ever seen. Um, it's up there with um, Super Crazy and Yoshihiro Tajiri from ECW back in the day. It's up there with Bret Hart versus Gold, not Gold Dust, um, Shawn Michaels Iron Man match from uh, WrestleMania 12. Um, yeah, it, it's it's up there. It's it's up it's up there with uh, Logan Easton Leroux and Chet Sterling from um, uh, what was it the Nova Project? I want to say last year, uh, which was amazing. The the this the um, concussions were whichever one that was. That was amazing. But yeah, it's. You have to see it. If you don't, if you don't see it online, if get the DVD. It's one of those things. They'll teach wrestling classes on that. That's something that the kids need to watch because the kids are two guys in their prime doing it. It's as good as you know Hogan versus Savage, or whatever that seminal wrestling match for you was. Whenever you started watching wrestling, it's that match. It's the generational thing that we'll talk yeah, about. Yeah, Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Another match I want to throw in that is um is um Roger Strong and um Jay Lethal Iron Man match and from Best of the World of two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another yeah, match. That was amazing. Yeah. Another match of duration that was absolutely a clinic. Um, and my my last topic currently is uh the, the John John Cena has uh sort of say tweeted and then yet confirmed. That he will be be he will be making his return back to WWE July fourth edition of SmackDown, which they are labeling him as a free agent. I just want to know what you guys think about this around the table, Bo. I'll start with you. Well, I I may be the unpopular guy that is actually entertained by John Cena, <laughs> um, because the dude's been killing it these last few years, man. Every time he's on, you gotta watch it. He's having great matches. His match with AJ Styles at the Rumble was awesome. That is gonna be somebody's favorite match of all time. Not mine, but it was an awesome match. Cena is, to me, Cena is a reason to turn on the TV and watch WWE television. So... I will definitely be watching and uh, interested to see where they go with it. I, I think I think to add my two cents to that is that's why he's a free agent because he is he he sells. So instead of having him on one show that's struggling, have him on both shows. Yeah. Have him on either show to help ratings. Never I don't know disagree do. with. I don't disagree with any of that. The the problem that I have is, um, why is he a free agent? When did his contract expire? Why didn't pick up anybody pick him up on the waiver wire? None of this con- <laughs> none of this draft stuff makes any sense if because all of a sudden the Miz did it. Blame him. 
<laughs> but it doesn't. It, none of it makes sense. I know why they're having them on July fourth. July fourth, because of the U.S. That is the one of the biggest holidays of the year. Uh, why would you be at home at at eight o'clock on the fourth of July when you can watch all the fireworks or be on vacation, which is a thing that we do here generally? So yeah, you need John Cena to save your show, and they've been getting murdered by the NBA Finals um, and the uh, Stanley Cup Finals. In the ratings, so that's also another thing that's been a problem. And of course, this has been a pretty hot uh, news cycle with events developing around the world. So WWE has been absolutely desperate for ratings. John Cena is a guy for whatever reason brings him that ratings. I get it, but if he's a free agent, what is he going to be? Elias Samson to just show up on NXT on Wednesday because he can? That's, that's- it just doesn't make sense to me. That's a good point. And, and I, I'm going to just combine all three of your points and just say just one statement. What is your storyline? Because you guys just threw out a lot of, you know, good points that, you know, is he a free agent? Can he hop between both shows? He does bring ratings because he's just who he is. But what is your storyline with him? You have to make sure are you, you're doing something with him that's going to be worth something. Are you going to build up a new character? Are you going to put him like with Jinder Mahal who – you know, needs to continue his championship reign. It's just what are you going to do with him? And you want to be very smart with it, too, because if we're trying to do this for ratings, this could be a power struggle that you're going to have not only when the summer's over, but when football comes back and you got to compete against Sunday night, Monday night football, what are you going to do with him that's going to make a great impact that's going to lead to that fall season, which you want to have that great impact for? So, I mean, I, I think Cena will be able to do it, uh, whatever you're going to do. it. You just have to book it very smartly in the best way possible. Well, one thing the WWE is known for is smart booking. So that's what could possibly go I mean, wrong there. <laughs> I mean, they batted a thousand with that one, do you think? But you, but you, but you know, John Cena name, again, we, 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 I reiterate, is that whatever he goes, whatever his name is on, it sales. I mean, American Grid, I watched the first season. I haven't watched the second season, but yet a lot of people are into it. And I haven't, I, I can honestly say Fox hasn't had put on it, put on anything on TV in a while that was interesting. But yet, that show was doing really good, and it was renewed for a second season. A second season that a lot of good shows that I thought were good didn't get. Right. So, you know, John Cena alone named sales, and we'll see what he do. I mean, I, I, at this point, I, I know it's going to sound ignorant, but I don't care what the storyline is. Put him on TV and let, just let him do what he does. If he has open challenge matches with uh, enhancement talent or whatever, just do it. I, I agree. Uh, long as he'll, long as he'll come out there is, talking about his wedding. Oh, oh God. Do you think that this is the beginning on TV? <laughs> the part time John Cena. Yes. Because yes. now that he's not tied down, he can show up at his leisure. They can put him you know, in spots whenever they need to. This is kind of a dead spot for WWE because there's really nothing going on until SummerSlam. Um, you, can they just, it's because he's a free agent. They could just insert him where they need uh, to be. So, and considering that he's doing more movies, he's hosted Saturday Night Live recently. He's in a you know Today Show all the time. Is this the beginning of the end for John Cena? I, I think you're going to see that trending towards it. I agree 100. percent But he won't be yeah. as limited as Brock Lesnar when we talk about part timer. But <laughs> maybe like a once a month type thing. Well, yeah, we, we be... see him. We see him around for a long time. Until John Cena becomes Triple H, we'll see him for a long time. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cena is not going anywhere. He'll be in and out, in and out. Uh, he'll be much more consistent than Lesnar, who, hey, 
Don't hate on Lesnar. He's been defending that Universal Championship in other galaxies against, <laughs> against aliens from all planets. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why he hasn't been on TV. Maybe he's up there with he's Batista, a, too, doing that. He's a, Yeah, I'm waiting on the WrestleMania match where it is Brock Lesnar versus Drax the Destroyer. Not there, Batista. There you go. There you Drax. go. Book it. Book it, Bo. <laughs> um, and, and I'm sure that preview is going to be called WWE presents Guardians of the Galaxy, and they're not going to care if they if they get that cleared by any means. No, nope. <laughs> we'll just go for it. <laughs> or it might be a affinity war, whatever. You know, you never know. <laughs> yeah, like the actual winner of the trophy gets a is, a, is the affinity gauntlet at WrestleMania. <laughs> or they might get Thor's hammer. They can finally touch it or move it. You know. So, so that's what we're going to have. We're going to have like Mohilner on a pole match at uh, you know. <laughs> Great Balls of Fire oh. 2019. Unfortunately, there's only three people in the world that can pick it up. Captain America, Thor, and John Cena. So, there's your winner right there. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I said it was the Bo Show. It's still the Bo Show. Dude, what's... what's I, I, I know we see you next month at Nova Pro. Where else can um the fans catch you at in the next coming months? Where, where else can we catch you? And, again, I know you said we can catch you this Saturday live on the GFQ network um, for Capital Wrestling. Yes, you can also see me in person on Saturday um, at Eagle Creek Golf Course for Megastar Wrestling in Moyoc, North Carolina, uh, where I will be taking on, as I'm told, Mike Mitchell, if you guys have ever heard of him. Um, Let's see. Week... I will be going to a Comic-Con in Tennessee next weekend, so I'll have nice. my little vacation. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going ha- to be part-time for a week. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve it. And then uh, July 1st, I'll be at Shenandoah Valley in uh, Wears Cave, Virginia, taking on Brandon Day. All right. Mm-hmm. A lot of history there. Presenting the National Wrestling Alliance, and myself and Preston Quinn will be in the house. Okay. Um, and uh, of course, I'll be at American Slang too. And I'm sure a uh, little pixie or two will probably be trying to find me there. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'll be back at Capital Wrestling. Um, the 29th, right? The 29th. And yeah. they will not be at Cathedral Hall. They will be in Hoboken, New Jersey that time. Yeah, thank God. Across from the Drive Path Station. So I, I plan on making it up there for that. Awesome. So um, in the midst of, you know, just trying to get to sleep, you know, but I'll just hop on Twitter real quick, see what's going on. Uh, you started to make a lot of noise last night. Uh, care to elaborate a little bit on this little? I get to make, I get to make noise when, whenever I want to make noise. I'm <laughs> I'm the boat. It's what I do. I'm the next Evolution Wrestling Champion. Have been that twice. The only guy in the history of the company to be the champion twice. I've held that belt for what feels like forever, and I will hold that belt forever. But anyway, man, I get on Twitter last night, and I'm feeling a little spunky, you know, feeling a little froggy. 
decide decide I'm gonna poke poke fun at my my former tag team partner who who thinks he's a who suddenly thinks he's a badass and wants to try to jump me from behind, knowing that there's two four hundred pound guys watching his back to take care of my good friends Nick Iggy and Carry Off. That 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 boy don't know the beating he's in for. Next time he sticks his nose in carny business. Let me, let me ask you this. Uh, you know, I, breaks up, breakups are hard to do. Um, as we talked about earlier, um, good on you, Bray. I'm sorry, <laughs> Bray Wyatt, you are my hero. But with that said, do you think that between you and Innocent Isaiah, uh, you know, a, a staple of no pro wrestling, was the breakup, though it was inevitable, and fine, so be it. But was it the way it happened? Was that the right move to make? Could it have been handled another way that didn't result in, you know, tears, bloodshed, pixie dust everywhere? No. Okay. Because <laughs> when, when you're when you're the bow show, you do things big. And ah. and what bigger way than to be the most beloved duo in Nova Pro Wrestling. The most beloved duo and just shock everybody in a certainly did second blink of an eye. Okay, so this is the thing, and this is like 100% no joke. Two Champs and I were in Chicago at NXT TakeOver, and we felt it live at the Allstate Arena. Twitter blew up, Facebook blew up, Club, Club, Club Penguin was bananas that night. And everybody wanted to know what was happening in Fairfax. And we found out. And it was like, you know, reading the newspaper and seeing Pearl Harbor was attacked. We <laughs> <laughs> were like, what are you going to do? But, of course, the Bo show does what Bo does. And, and Bo certainly knows how to put on a good show. I, I got to say, though, you, you got to think that, um, you know, Isaiah, yeah, God bless him, and he definitely sounds like a, the um, the girlfriend that just doesn't take the hint. And I'm not saying this from past experience, of course, no. But <laughs> I am. It is to the point where it, you know, oh, well, we know how Bo does. Um, but it is to the point where decisions have to be made, tough choices have to be made, hearts got to be broken. You have to uh, break a few eggs to make an omelet. But why the carnies, though? Out of everywhere that you could have gone, out of every anybody that you could have hooked up with, or or even made it yourself, other than the beautiful and talented Priscilla Kelly, why the carnies? Like I just don't understand it because uh, you know Terry Awful and Nick Eggy are like a Costco-sized bag of douche. <laughs> hey, and I say that respectfully, hey, of course. Hey, you watch. Hey, I'm just I watch I, yourself. Noted. We will bring hell to you too. Hey Jamal, in a little bit, I'm about to start a GoFundMe to get you your VA uh, license so you can take. The <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be another. It's only forty bucks. Tonight. I'm sure you can spare it. <laughs> Whatever I have to do to be next to Priscilla Kelly, uh, consider it done. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, the Carnies, it, kindred spirits. You know, if you guys remember. Way back to the to the very first Nova Pro wrestling event, I was not such a nice guy. Nope. I really wasn't. 
And then the roles reversed. And then Bobby Shields wasn't a nice guy. And then I was. I, I learned to to play nice with others for a while. But, you know, when you're constantly, constantly having to clean up after someone else's mess. It pushes you to your limit. Basically fighting a two-on-one by the end of every match. And then you have to lift up. Literally lift up your own tag team partner and use him as a weapon to come away with a win. Who's doing all the real work? The Bo Show. Exactly. So, so here's the thing, though. Uh, the Bo Show. There is there are no tag team champions in Nova Pro Wrestling, and that's is what it is. But now that the Bo Show is not solo dolo yet, but when will we see Bo Crockett with go with the Nova Pro? Because Chet Sterling's well, had that damn bill forever, and I don't know why anybody's beating him yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Chet is Chet's on the radar. Let's let's say that Chet is is definitely on the Bo Show's radar. He he needs a good co-star, so uh, Chet just might be the guy that can step up and be the Bo Show's co-star all the way up until I take the PWI Ultra J title away from him. And then he becomes nothing more than an extra. Like every other one of my victims that I've ever had. Well, let me, let me just understand this, the magnanimous nature of Bo, uh, Bo Crockett. You don't understand what just happened here. He invited Chet Sterling to a starting role. And then once the inevitable happens and Chet, you know, he's different. I hear that he uh, will be downgraded. To a supporting role, and then to an extra, then to Sandwich Boy, all yeah. in one match. All in one. Yeah, match. That, that sounds like prophetic tellings of uh, from Bo Crockett over here. And but and honestly, I know that Chet Sterling he has his music. He says that he's different. I don't see it. I don't buy it. But if he is so different, you do have a lot of help. You have uh, Nick Iggy. You have Kerry Awful. The, 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 the carnies never travel alone. That's for sure. The carnies yeah. will always, always have my back. We are family. Whether it be Nick Iggy, Carrie Awful, Trip Cassidy, The Bow Show, or, you know, after the events of the Great Grapsy, I, I might as well have been the soul collector because of the reaction. I walked out of that building with a couple hundred souls in my pocket because I had crushed all of them. Yeah. Um, that would be a couple hundred more souls than The Undertaker, so you're really going shooting for the moon, Bo. Yeah, you're, you're totally right. had 29. Your Twitter you had 29 holes. So. Your Twitter mentions was pretty harsh. People were literally like, why? Why did you do that? <laughs> like, I was like, Whoa. My phone did not stop going off for what felt like a whole week. <laughs> Every time I looked at my phone, I had at least five to ten notifications on Twitter. It wow. was almost like you shot Santa Claus on Christmas and then gave the gun to Jesus and blamed him for it. <laughs> it was his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it was that bad. Uh, people, and, people, and it, <laughs> people were like, why did you let me why did you let me buy a shirt knowing you was gonna do what you do? That <laughs> uh, was the best. That was the best. <laughs> uh, the show did what he did and got the merch to go with it. Thank you, fans. 
Oh yeah. I'm sitting there selling t-shirts, selling spear one shirts, selling cutie and the beast shirts at intermission, you know, getting my money left and right. And then bang, I pulled the trigger and broke all their hearts with their <laughs> money in my pocket. It wouldn't be a Nova Pro show if people weren't absolutely Yeah, It wouldn't be a Nova Pro show if you weren't left dazed and confused and wanting more. <laughs> that is the truth. That is yeah. the truth. All right, boys. It's so a good so thing we were on last because yeah. some folks literally just got up and left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I and, heard that. And let's talk about how you concluded your match at High Fidelity. Uh, you decide to use one of your old maneuvers, I see. Uh, yeah, you know, go with what works. You know, Nick, he, he, he gets up even better than Isaiah ever did. So it, it was just only a natural thing for me to say, no, 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 let's, let's not do, let's not do death comes calling. Let's do the time of your life. Yeah. Let's, let's do that because, because why not? That's why, because why not? Everybody will love it. Yep. And and they did. I'm sure they did. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. A different um, a different question. And I think we can um, you know move on after this. Um, is it possible? Like just just me to you as as a fan. Is it possible we could see maybe some designs or patterns shaped into carry off was back? I'm thinking like baseball <laughs> field stuff. Um, it would be great. Like, um, make like a little diamond, little little hound tooth pattern. I nope. think that'd be really sweet. No Mets logos. Um, uh, not Mets fans down there. Okay. I, I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. Well, you just did. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> uh, and 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 after you picked up your win this week in your debut with the Carnies at Nova Pro, as you uh decided to, um grace the crowd with your presence then what happened then some crazy crazy can't take a hint little pint-sized man if you want to call him that came through the crowd he literally came out of the closet Oh, did he? He came <laughs> and attacked me. Put his hands on me. I always told him, no touching, no touching. And that is true. he came and he put his hands on me and he attacked me after a hard-fought match. I had just fought like 9,000 pounds of human being. And here comes innocent Isaiah to come and stick his nose in carny business Yet again, you'd think he'd had enough after the great Grapsy. Okay, Hashtag so this, no means no. This is the thing. And I think people really don't realize this point. They were cuting in the Beast. We're talking to the Beast. What are you expecting him to do? Yeah, it's don't blame the bear for eating salmon. It, it's what bears do. <laughs> I mean, like, why is, this, why is this a point of contention? I mean, like, not every story has to have a happy ending. You always have to look out for number one at the end, and I, and I totally understand that. 
I just don't understand why the carnies, because God damn it, carry awful. I don't. That's a that's another discussion for another day. But you know what? You have your motives. That's not maybe not something that I need to specifically know about. Uh, and that's what keeps us watching because we want to know what's going to happen next. Uh, we definitely want to know, you know, that it's now that you have the ability, the, the freedom, as you put it last night, uh, to go and do things. Maybe that means gold in your future. Maybe you're the, uh, you know, prospecting right now for a little bit of gold around your waist. Who knows? You know, maybe you're going to take your talents to, you know, up and down the uh, the Piedmont Triad region, the uh, this Great Smoky area, and let them know that the carnies are are here to stay. And yes, Terry Awful's back is really that hairy, but we, you know, <laughs> it, it's 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 like a chia pet had sex with a lamb. I don't understand, oh, but still, I'm gonna let him um, drive you. He he's digging his, okay, he's okay. digging his own grave, and I'm telling you, like, <laughs> right, right. You're by I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself as clearly as a bystander as I can. Like, I'm gonna be carny out. And I'm gonna be like that. You looking for him? He's he's, he's right, right there. there. <laughs> I'm gonna throw him you under. See the what bus. I got wearing, wearing his Vince Beauty and the Beast T-shirt. Exactly. <laughs> it's he has it now. Oh he, oh, he has it. Oh, he has it. Proudly, <laughs> proudly. Listen, um, I, I made. There were no regrets. I, I'm glad, happy to give you my money. Good man. And, and all I have to say is, Isaiah decided that he wanted to scrap at that moment. But as Bo says at all times, you do it on your time. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, most definitely. I will <laughs> deal with the jilted ex on my own time. But trust me, Isaiah will be dealt with. Okay. It, it sounds like a Lifetime movie now. So, you know what? <laughs> that's, but that, no, that's what it is. That's not Bo's fault. It's not. You know, he made it known. He made it known, but... You know, Isaiah making it sound like a Lifetime movie, like like he's a pregnant teen, and you know he just got told no in Massachusetts. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta, you know, you gotta read between the lines there. But you know, but it, it is what it is right now. That's that's you know that's what we gotta deal with. That's this is the world we live in. It is what it is. But yeah, yeah. So that's understandable. So, so can we move to, on to do we care? Yes, yes, and just and just and just so. For anybody again who's never listened or never tuned into the Big Go Boat Wrestling podcast, no one's care. ever not listened. I'm I'm just throwing out the disclaimer just in case anybody everyone a listens listener. to the Do we care segment so, is when we go down the list so, of topics. Yes, right. it's your moment. You have it. Go for well, it. You, I mean, you did a great job of explaining my moment. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go for it. I mean, you see what I got to deal with? Go for it, really? Go for it, crap. Go for it. So crap. do we care is as simple as that. I'm going to uh, give you a tease, a topic. You tell me if you care or not. And if you do, I'll read it. So um, it's it's we try to keep it short because usually you guys don't care about this stuff. So um, <laughs> we have majority rules. And since we have an odd number, because I don't care about any of these things. So don't let don't for me to uh, Do we care? Number one. Um, WrestleMania uh, is up for debate always, and the venue location is up for debate. WWE put out a survey as to where it should be. Do we care? Mm. Huh? F for this year? I mean, uh, 2018? For, well, the future WrestleManias, not necessarily um, 2018, because that's in New Orleans for, again. Oh, okay, 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 okay. No, because WWE's so always going to make their decision, so no. 
Well, yes, they literally have to make a decision because they want to put on the show. But right. do we but care whether they, they are? Fan inputs, no. So I heard no. It no. Nah, no. I heard two no's. Okay, nah. let's move on. Um, <laughs> is uh, set another low for the lowest rating of 2017. Do we care? No. I care because bad bad ratings for them means bad times for everyone else. So Ooh. I need one more vote. Do we care? Boy, yeah. From the pro wrestler here. Okay. So. Um, well, majority rules, you silly goose. It's not a majority if only he says something. Um, <laughs> Raw does thing. have its uh, lowest rating of 2017. Their high was the Raw after WrestleMania at 3.67 million viewers, uh, 3.76 million viewers at, on the average. Last Monday, they averaged a record low for this year of 2.54 million uh, viewers, which means since April 3rd, they've lost about a million and a quarter viewers. That's still down 80% from their all-time high of somewhere around 13 million viewers from, um, like, 1997, 1999. Um, so it's it's another, like, this is the third time they've hit the lowest mark ever um, this year. And unfortunately, they got a long way to go until SummerSlam. So. Okay, follow-up back, follow up question to that. Well, oh. let, me ask, let me ask both this. I'm going to send this to both. Do they need to go to two hours or keep it at three? That's not on the table. But that could be uh, perspective how their, their ratings go. Yeah, I've I've heard a lot of talk, uh, you know, why three hours, why, you know, honestly, three hours is a little long for a weekly TV show. Um, I think I think it it's hard to keep people's attention these days for three whole hours. So maybe cutting it back to two might help. Um, if it were my decision to make, it would have been a two hour show and not a three hour show. I've been saying since the beginning that 205 Live should be at the eight o'clock hour and lead into Raw and then have Raw be a show from nine to 11. Uh, but apparently uh, NBC said, no, thank you. We want the promised wrestling block for our contract. And I don't think their contract expires until like 2024 or something like that. So um, they kind of. Big, big, big shot Bob is here. Let's get those ratings back up. Yeah. So that's, that's what it's going to be. Um, John Cena, as we've talked about it before, he's starring in a new movie. Do we care? Yes. 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 Oh, dear. Uh, I was not expecting that. So Ferdinand <laughs> about uh, the, a Spanish bull will be voiced by John Cena. It's an animated movie, and it comes out Christmas Day. Um, it's about this bull that's a pacifist because of bull reasons um, who doesn't want to join into a bullfight. He gets kidnapped, and uh, you can watch the trailer right now on um, the YouTubes. I have a problem with anything uh, set in a different locale that could – That's not even. they don't even make an attempt to do an accent, but it's John Cena with his Eastern Massachusetts accent – Portraying a Spanish bull in Spain, what could possibly go wrong? I'm with it. John Cena was the drug dealer in the movie. He can do anything at this point. Yeah, but John Cena wasn't a Spanish drug dealer in the movie. So, um, well, the last he was, thing he wasn't quite American. <laughs> he was kind of self soft spoken something. Either way, yeah, John. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm I will cool. say though, if you're looking for a John Cena movie to see, he was very good in The Wall. 
Um, it may not be in theaters anymore, but certainly check it out on demand when it comes out in a few months. Um, last thing, do we care? Goldberg teases another WWE return. No, <laughs> no, no. Okay. No. I'm well, I'm out. For everybody. No. I'm out. Do that to help. So. Jeez. <laughs> hey, so, bro, man. I got to say, it's been a pleasure coming on the show. Good times, good times. Yeah, had a blast, guys. I'll come back anytime. And you're awesome. always welcome. Hey, look, before we go, um, definitely plug anything and everything you want. Um, again, uh, your matches for where can we find you this weekend, um, your social media handles, all that other good stuff, and um, your send-off message, shall I say. <laughs> all right. Again, this Saturday, check out Capital Wrestling on Guys from uh, Queens. Guys from Queens Network. This Saturday, I will be live in person at Megastar Wrestling in Moyoc, North Carolina at Eagle Creek Golf Course. Follow me on social media. My Twitter, the aforementioned Twitter, at It's Bowtime. You can follow me on the Instagram at Real Bow Show. You can follow me on Facebook, BowWP Crockett. Send me a friend request. I can still accept a few more. Or you can like <laughs> my page, The uh, the Bow Show, Bow Crockett. Great. <laughs> By any chance, should anybody still be following that Cutie and the Beast handle? By um. I know I'm not going to be posting from it anymore. That's for sure. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> of Cutie and the Beast, let me let me set one thing straight. I was the cutie, not the beast. Ooh, oh, mic drop! Mic drop! I, I, I stand corrected. My, my apologies, sir. Dude, and, well, I'm, I'm I'm worried about you, dude. I, I am too. I'm too grabby. You may not want to go to Nova Pro. Right, exactly. <laughs> and you sit in the front row too? Oh, no. And I'll slap carrying off on his left boob. <laughs> okay. And Bo, you just want to say Put something? that dog too much. He will bite. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Let me send a message out to, to my dear, my dear sweet friend. Innocent Isaiah. Isaiah, you you and I have, have known each other literally your entire wrestling career. I was there. I was there when you were trying out. So just keep this in mind. I helped bring you into this business. I will take you out of it. What? <laughs> oh, no, he didn't. I, oh, he I did. He put some, it out there. Heard live right just, here on the Big Gold Belt podcast. He put it out there. I just, oh, I just, I just had some breaking news before we sign off real quick. Innocent Isaiah will be appearing on the show next Thursday to respond <laughs> back. Are you serious? To your comments that you made. Are you serious? Tonight. I'm very serious. So uh -oh. I will uh -oh. give him. I will give him the time. All the time in the world to respond. But I think it's only right. Oh, only right. Oh, I'll and be looking forward to that. <laughs> and then I, the I, follow. I 
And the following week after that, who knows? Who knows? Maybe I'll open it up to the two of you guys and you just take over. And we just <laughs> That will lead up to July's uh, Nova Pro. You know? <laughs> who knows what can be made out of that? But the cards are on, y'all, on the table for you guys. But Innocent Isaiah will be responding next Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Big Go Belt Wrestling Podcast. For his long, long, long old buddy, the Bo Show. And again, Bo, I appreciate you coming on today. It's been a pleasure. It's always open for you to come back. I think there will be a need for you to come back. If oh, these messages I can, that I'm getting, I, 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 can, I get the sense that I'm going to have to come back at some point anyway. But it's been a pleasure, gentlemen. I had a blast. Absolutely. And we're signing off. So, everybody, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next Thursday. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. He said he brought him into this world.